0: hello and welcome to the first jiff and gems hour of power i am jiff and we are joined by my co-host jem on the other side of the country
1: uh, firstly i'm jiff or jem okay let's get that straightened out right here uh, it doesn't matter okay it's, it's fine <laughs> we,
0: we can hey, go with this
1: there we go guys um yeah, look, it's a bit of a interesting one on the, the first podcast, first of many, hopefully. Um, like the title suggests, we're going to do an hour of power, although today it might be slightly shorter. <laughs> um,
0: look, we're really just winging it here, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, look, don't expect anything whatsoever, because um, <laughs> we, won't, we won't have any of your expectations reached.
0: Don't um, even expect a uh, second episode, really.
1: Yeah, realistically, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> um let, let's get right into it we've got a couple of couple of topics here um to go through and now that we've done our little little intro um it's a big one the first one Ooh, um, okay what do we got everything going on going on in the world at the moment uh obviously with with a lot of movements happening around the world um yeah, yeah. i want to not address that directly but kind of sidestep to what currently happening and what we know is cancer culture. Yep. So, big one on the well, Twitter. Firstly Yeah, yeah, huge on the Twitter at the moment. Um so firstly let's get let's get uh Jeff's idea on uh what do what do you think cancer culture is and what's what's your perspective on it?
0: Uh realistically like it's something that's uh it's a bit of a cancer on the internet at the moment. <laughs> um people really just delving into the depths and like, you know, way back whens of uh, people's social media and just trying to expose them. Um, like, I realistically, I don't know what this sort of stuff accomplishes realistically. Um, yeah, I it's, think. Yeah, like, it's just something I feel like it gives someone gratification to cancel other people.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's a lot of people jumping on a, a perhaps bandwagon's not the right word, but there's a lot of people following this movement for the sake of following it their own personal gratification rather than what movement actually stands for. I also think my, my biggest problem with cancel culture, and, and here, here's the thing, is where do you draw the line? Where do you oh. draw the line between what can get cancelled and what can't get cancelled? Because um, as someone who, who really enjoys is a bit of a history buff – uh, like, people tearing down statues and things like that. Especially in Australia, we're seeing a lot of um, graffiting of statues and, and protests and, and um, signatories to try and get them taken down. I, my, I guess, playing devil's advocate a little bit is, is it wise to just completely erase and cancel that kind of history? Because a lot of those statues may not be no. in place they may be in place for specific reasons, but the first and foremost is, is to teach those statues are a reminder of, of the past and of history. And I don't think mm. they're always necessarily celebrating them. It's not even statues, it's artworks and, and, and pieces of literature and things like that. Entertainment, um, entertainment's a huge one as well. It's, you know, a lot of comedic sketches, which sorry, uh, have been done. And now people are looking back on them and, um, kind of give like a you know chris lily for an example for those of you who aren't aware is an australian comedian and actor um i thought he was funny in a lot of his sketches um but has been cancelled from netflix and it's like yeah. where do you draw the line between what's comedic and what's funny and what's accepted what's being taken out of context and what's actually deserving of being cancelled or taken down you know it's 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 I guess my my problem with it is where do you draw the line? yeah, well that that's the thing, like like you were saying with
0: uh statues and like everything like that, i I just can't sort of grasp it like that stuff is there to be learnt from. So obviously, these people are noted down in history as being bad people. um so like I just can't understand it. If you burn the books, Hitler burned the books. you burn the books, you can't learn from history. Exactly, so, and you
1: always see in history, and it's a repetition, repeat, history repeats itself, is whenever these great disasters or terrible things happen throughout history, it always starts with the burning of books and the burning of literature and the burning of history. So it, it's quite, I guess, me as someone who enjoys history, uh, and I know you enjoy it yourself, is it's a bit alarming to see that these things are, people are kind of just doing it for the sake of doing it and not actually thinking about the ramifications come with it i mean yeah
0: for them it's more about self-gratification over um, anything else they want to feel good within themselves hence why they cancel the so-called bad people bad things bad ideologies
1: and i'm glad you brought up the word ideologies because uh there's a couple of statues in uh, over in the uk that have been taken down um of which being winston churchill obviously famous everyone knows who winston churchill is uh, and everyone's like, yep. oh, he was racist towards you know uh, people of colour and things like that, and they, he was a racist person. I think, well, Winston Churchill fought fought Nazis and fought, fought the Germans, and everything he did was to protect the free world. So, I mean, yes, he wasn't a perfect person, but you also need to remember in his time, ideologies were different. Know, yeah. People were brought up with different ideologies, they were raised, and yes, we're making strides to, to improve on that. Um, but I think, you know, people looking just at the bad and not actually looking at the whole picture. They're just kind of nitpicking out of context things. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's me, it's just where do you draw the line?
0: <laughs> yeah, like um well, people are quick to point out uh with Churchill Uh, how India was, you know, taken care of. India is uh, an area where there is and and has always been immense population growth and it's unsustainable and it is absolutely unsustainable. And Churchill, although the way he went about it was probably not the correct way, uh, India wouldn't be the place it is today without what he did. Like... Uh, Without Churchill, yeah, I guess- India isn't the powerhouse it is today. And it is an economic powerhouse in this day
1: and age. I guess it's it's really right. It is, it is certain individuals. I mean, I'm all for people. I'm for them expressing what they want, expressing this movement. I think it's important that people have the right to protest and have the freedom to have their opinions. Um, I think people need to be well informed if they're going to protest and if they're going to, you know, say, tear down statues. I think they need to be informed on what those statues actually stand for, uh, what the ramifications of tearing them down actually mean, not um, just for the like the statue itself, but for society as a whole. So I think... Um, it's, I guess the media as well has a lot to do with portraying this, this cancel culture um, in a negative light. So I guess you just have to kind of watch and, and keep updated with what's happening in it, and I think it's important that people educate themselves um yeah. on the topic
0: yeah no it is um, um it is something that a lot of people just jump into without any real knowledge they sort of just they see a group of people they see a movement and they're like i've got to be yeah, part of that yeah, and, and moral yeah, gratification
1: it's a, it's a bit, I'll, I'll be honest i'm um if you're that kind of person i'm I really hope that <laughs> to <But, laughs> educate yourself because yeah look it's it's be a dangerous world if, if that keeps happening in that direction right, yeah let's... no it is it is ridiculous <laughs> let's, let's get move away on from serious like...
0: stuff though yeah
1: yeah let's... <laughs> we now, can talk now, we'll all day <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll come back to it let's go on something a little bit more light-hearted
0: okay All right. what Jen, do you got what do you reckon
1: uh what is i was thinking about this what is your yeah? favorite food order I'm not talking about home cooking. I'm talking about, you know, you're going out or you're getting Uber Eats or Uber Java Eats and menu log and all (laughs) that. I've never been to Uber Java before. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback for anyone not aware. (laughs) Yeah, love Uh, wine. Favourite food order, and I don't want you to just say something generic. I want you to get down and uh, pick it apart, the nitty-gritty bits, is your go-to. Pick three, your three favourites, and then pick your your most favourite on those. Well,
0: I will go from three different like fast food establishments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. my number one go-to uh this this will be ranked number one go-to uh Guzman y Gomez. Uh I generally Ooh. generally go the uh spicy chicken nachos add Ooh. sour cream, add extra guac. Um, extra guac, okay. Yeah. With a side of two spicy chicken quesadillas Ooh. and Depending on, you know, if I'm on a little bit of a health kick, you know, uh, it'll either be a water for the beverage or the Mexican cola. So uh, that's, yeah. that's number one. Uh, number two, Nando's. Nando's, I get me, A, half a chicken, extra hot and barbecue basting mixed. Can't go wrong. A side of spicy rice and you put the salad cream. In the spicy yep, rice yep. and mix that up. My God, that's amazing. And then just, pita, uh, Let me interrupt you there. you put there. the chicken and the rice in the pita pocket.
1: Let me interrupt you really quickly. So, saying no lemon yep. and
0: herb. No, lemon oh. and herb shouldn't be evasing. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. But, no, sorry, no, no. Your, your, third, your um, third choice? Number three, can't go wrong. Mackie D's. The Big yeah. Macca's, the Big M, Golden Arches, baby. Um, Ooh, yeah. There's an array, but the one that always stands out forever will be the double cheeseburger, large meal. I'll get an extra pickle sometimes as well, extra pickle. Oh, yeah, please. the one
1: extra pickle, yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, with uh, 10 nuggies as well. Oh, that's, yeah. And that's the go-to. Vanilla Coke if the store has the goods.
1: All right. Okay, I respect All that. Right, what I about respect- yourself? I'm yeah. seeing a bit of repetition in there, a bit of, uh, bit of chicken. I am a chicken man. Milk. I am
0: a chicken man.
1: Yeah. But you yeah. To
0: well, you to Yeah, look, I've grown up in a household with a black father, so love the oh, chicken.
1: I don't see colour <laughs> on this podcast.
0: Look, I can say it. I've got a black father. Okay, so. <laughs> All
1: right, if I had to pick my three in order, in order from, from worst to best.
0: Oh, worst to best. Worst,
1: okay, yep. Worst still being go to. Yep. Obviously. Sushi train. Love oh, yep. a good sushi train. I love yep, a good. run everyone simple does. Chicken and avocado sushi <laughs> with a little bit of that special sauce on top. Ah. Uh, I also quite enjoy the chicken and cucumber with a little bit of the cornflakes on top. Not all places yep. do it. But if they have it, wowie, you've got me.
0: Yep, absolutely. I uh, would agree. That's,
1: that's my my go-to. And I'd, I'd generally get a, uh, a lemon iced tea
0: if the, okay. if the place allows I'll, for it. Just quickly, uh, I will say sushi, not generally known for their chicken, but majority of those orders there <laughs> containing chicken. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, if you like that, just wait for the rest of my my (laughs) picks. Okay. Uh, My second favourite would have to be a bit of a controversial one. Okay, yep. It's changed. It's changed within the last six months. Former number one spot.
2: Ooh. Down
1: to number two. It's McDonald's. McDonald's. Big golden arches. Packers open 24-7 whenever I'm hungover and drunk.
0: Which is a lot. Which is a lot.
1: I have been known to... Pull alcoholic beverages every time and again, yes. The that go-to the also has part. changed in the last six months. Large quarter pounder meal. Yep. No pickles and onions. But wait, there's a reason for it. I am a big lover but wait, of pickles and wait, there's more. Add the McChicken patty with the McChicken sauce to the burger.
2: Oh. I like and that. chips on the burger. Those French fry shoestrings on the burger. Yep.
1: And occasionally, now this is where I'm going to lose a lot of people. Oh, okay, yeah. A little bit of sweet and sour sauce oh. on the burger. Yeah, I... No, controversial, controversial, I know, yeah, but... I can't agree with that. I, it mixes really agree. well with the McChicken sauce. It mixes quite well with the McChicken sauce.
0: Yeah, look, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And simply because
2: of value for money, that I won't always eat all of them, is uh, 24
1: nuggets for $10. You can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, you actually can't. It's, it is the great value. First pick, it's the is big one. A, is that a McDonald's drink that you've just received in
1: your hand there? a little frozen Coke to yeah. park my palate, uh, to wet my palate, so <laughs> The first pick,
2: and this, again, is, is a very close, tough choice. Is Mini Gomez. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's sensational. Spicy.
1: Free range grilled chicken burrito. Yep.
0: Yep. Free and, range, ladies and gentlemen. Free range.
1: Yeah, I'm all about those animal rights.
2: Add pulled
0: pork. Oh, okay. Mix.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I, occasionally, I do enjoy it. Mild pulled pork because you don't want too much spice. You don't want it to drown out yeah. the flavor of the burrito. Yeah. This is, again, where I'm going to lose a lot of people.
0: Oh, no. Here
1: we go. Take out the, the gallo. Oh. I just want meat, peas, beans and rice. It's all I want. And sauce. It's all I want. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Again, I, controversial. Yeah, I can't controversial. agree. Quick question. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah. On Just quickly, on the Guzman's, when you're at, you know, getting your Guzman's, do yep. you or do you not Go for the pre-arranged sides and sauces.
1: Depends on what I order, which is generally the same. (laughs) Yeah. if I'm eating in or taking out, if I'm eating in, I might dabble in the pre-arranged sides. Okay. If
2: I'm taking out, not so much.
1: Yeah. I always get it in a meal obviously, because the chips at Guzmini Gomez are quite good. They are. The lemon I've,
0: I've only just become aware of how good these
1: chips are. They are sensational. Yes. Absolutely to die for.
0: I uh, Yeah, I uh, always thought, like, this is a this is a Mexican place. There's no way they'd do good chips.
1: Oh, how wrong been I was. missing out. Yep. Yes. Sensational. The uh, meal, of course, with the lemon iced tea again. Uh, yep. And lately they've been doing those $3 tacos, so you might dabble in one of those.
0: Yeah. Just quickly, also on Guzman's, um, when you do eat in, what are your thoughts on their casual music? Is it too much?
1: <laughs> um, oh, it's a bit of a subjective question. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to play this as a fence sitter. I, I don't mind it. I think it depends, varies from store to store. Yeah. I oh, think uh, yeah. each store has different different you know types of music and sometimes it's a bit too loud um but i do sit outside quite a lot i enjoy eating out in the open yeah
0: so. yeah i i do it's i, I think i know which store you're speaking of Yeah, we won't go into in specifics particular. yeah no no there are other brands available as well other than guzmini gomez other brands yeah, are but available. Guzmini,
1: guzmini is much better yeah to be honest yep absolutely uh, so th- those are my 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 picks again a lot of chicken a lot of lemon Yep. Um can't believe we spent more time on the uh food than we did <laughs> we did on the cancer culture. Yeah. Um, well,
0: well look again, we're not gonna delve too deeply into serious <laughs> topics just yet.
1: Yeah, this this is a bit of a scuff podcast, so yeah. <laughs> uh well now that we've got that sorted. It was just uh you can tell a lot by a kind of you can tell a lot of a person by the kind of food he eats. He or she. Yeah. Absolutely. Zed um. Oh, we've gone from food, uh, um, yeah. to, uh, an exceptional choice of nutrition, uh, to an exceptional choice of entertainment. Oh, okay. Uh, we've all been kind of stuck in quarantine for the last couple of months, a bit of isolation. What <laughs> have you, what uh, that entertains you, I suppose, in isolation? Uh, I, know look, I've, I know what i
0: I know. Gaming, number one has been absolutely I've uh, just found stuff that I wouldn't normally be into or stuff that I've previously liked and just fallen in love with again. Um yeah, it's it's been a like yeah, the quarantining period has really been transformative for me.
1: Especially seeing as you you know, you're living away from all your mates at the moment. Uh yeah, yeah. It
0: is it is my one way to really keep in contact with
1: everyone. Yeah, Um, and I I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, realistically, I've... uh, What have you
1: been into in this quarantine period?
0: I've fallen in love with the Formula One franchise games. Yeah, absolutely. uh, A game that I used to play quite often, but now I've just really gotten back into it and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, And pretty much any sort of racing game. Uh, Normally... I wasn't one for the racing games. I'd play them here and there, but I'm just—I'm all in, balls
1: deep, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Time. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> uh, look, I'll be honest. Gaming has been a—I think for a lot of people, it's—it's a—it's um, an important part of of their lifestyles. Especially, yeah, it's,
0: a, it's a bit of an escape from reality. I yeah, tend to think absolutely.
1: Um, actually, you know, in this period where everyone's kind of on their own, and it is a really good way to stay connected to people um having a bit Without of fun having to people. be face to face yeah. with you know it's a yeah it's a it's a bit of a, a a loophole if you will, the old social distancing i guess yeah um I think it's a, it's an incredibly important thing for people to have or people to do you know there's there's especially in this time a lot and I appreciate a lot of companies and creators have been. Um, kind of, I guess, allowing for that kind of interaction during this time. You know, a lot of a lot of companies that have been creating games have taken into account that this is a, a very difficult period, so they've have added extra things in um, their games, or they've they've made it a lot easier for people. Um, uh, so I, I'm I'm all for it, to be honest. I think gaming is is huge at the moment, and I think it should be. I mean. Not only is it an escape from reality, like you said, it's also a way to connect to their mates. It's also a way to have a bit of fun. Um, I think it's quite important, especially you know people that uh, have professional contracts in gaming, like pro pro gamers. I know a lot of people. That is a landscape that has
0: really exploded over the last few years, and it's good to see. Um, Although they they're not held in the you know same sort of regard as normal athletes and. Personally, I don't really think they should be, but but it's a how different, far they've you know, come, and how much like esports has changed is like amazing. Like it's crazy to see.
1: That would like, make a terrible comparison. A terrible comparison. <laughs> it's it's like, <laughs> and you both have jobs. I'm a doctor. You're a janitor. You can't really compare the jobs, but you're both still working. You're both yeah. still earning that money. You're both still doing what you're doing. Yes. It's kind of like, you know, professional athletes and eSports athletes. They're both still working in that, you know, they're just different jobs. Yeah. I think um, it's it's not only that. I think eSports as well brings an entire new dynamic because I know, like myself, we were just discussing this the other day when, the, when Formula One come to Australia, should we go and watch them? And I mean, before this, I've dabbled in watching F1s and, and things like that. But I've never wanted to go travel across the country to go and see them. So now that I'm into the game, I've watched a bit of the eSports, a bit of the professional drivers are obviously doing all their stuff online now during this this period. Just but saying, someone
0: go. who can compete on both real life
1: and eSports, George
0: Russell. He's had a good go absolutely. at the uh, Russell, Formula, Formula Leclerc, E. Leclerc. Yeah. But George okay, Russell just... has been the standout, won the championship. Won every it's race in
1: actually. It's, it's not even just this car or Formula car drivers. It's uh, if you're a football fan or soccer in Australia, um, players like Sergio Aguero, uh, striker in yeah. Manchester City, has been a huge online presence during this period. So I think it's the two worlds are slowly well, kind of he's combining. He just got
0: injured, so the man's just been injured, so he'll be <laughs> back on back on Twitch in no time
1: back at all on the streams. I think yes. it's important. I think um especially during I think in this quarantine period alone you've seen more professional athletes doing esports than ever before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think well, I think it's you know it's so important. You had
0: so many soccer players in the Formula One esports arena. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you had a lot of, I guess, esports players or in Formula we we're using Formula One quite a lot, but it's a game we're both familiar with. Um had a lot of esports uh, you know, competitors actually competing against their the real-life athletic counterparts. Yeah, and um, doing the, a and, quite a good job of it. Yeah, so I think it's it's kind of bringing those esports, those fans that are just dedicated only to esports, and those fans that are that are kind of dedicated to the real-life sport are kind of getting a glimpse into bringing them together to each other's. Yeah, I think it's really important for that. You know, for yeah, that I aspect. feel
0: like the the best like. For me, yeah, the best eSport is probably, like, racing because it is so comparable to the real actual life. thing. Yep.
1: Yeah. I can see that. Yep. You can't really have a real-life Counter-Strike or Call <laughs> of <or> Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've talked about gaming a little bit, talking about the quarantine. What, what music do you like to listen to in your game? I know, again, this is going to be quite a controversial... People Look, don't like music when they... I prefer to listen to the game sounds myself.
0: I um, like a bit of both. Okay. Now... So what, what kind of music? When there are people that say I listen to nearly everything, they are not me. I literally listen to nearly every. I'll give... Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Screamo. But I'll give a bit of Screamo I listen. I'll literally listen to anything. Uh, my main genres are your like uh, mid ninety mid naughties pop, and uh, I love it. naughty, always, always a naughty Always, yeah, always a good listen. Um, like EDM, future classics, all that sort of stuff.
1: A bit of R&B? love me a bit of
0: Flume. Pop? I was Ooh, yeah. just a, just saying, so so you know, I in the top one percent of all worldwide Flume listeners on Spotify last year. Wow. <laughs> Terrible statistic. Stop that. Um, oh, yeah, no,
1: absolutely. Look- um, I just think <laughs> yeah, I prefer the natural sounds of the game myself. But if we're if we're talking on music as a topic, I think I would. I used to say oh, I would listen to to any, or I'd give anything a go. You know, same thing. Screamer, I'm not a lover of, but I'll I'll listen to it if I have to. Um, or heavy metal and stuff like that. I think I changed that though, and I'm I'm more of a person who, if the song has a tune to it, yeah, like a, a, like a standard tune throughout the whole song, I'll I'll really quite enjoy it. Yeah, but kind of chopping and and I guess that's why I don't enjoy you know screamo and heavy metal and deathcore and stuff like that because there's no tune to it. Yeah, um, it is
0: just a bit of a ramble sometimes.
1: Yeah, kind of like this shit show, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, we um, are <laughs> waffling. He <laughs> love a good waffle, um, but yeah, so I gotta agree, some naughty naughty is easy. some pretty good. shit. Um, yeah. EDM is also really good, bit of low vibes in the background, but yeah, yeah. low-fi um, um, low chill, yeah, low-fi chill. Yeah, look, um, as long as it kind of fits the situation I'm in, I'm a bit of anything, I guess, yeah, um. That we got that yeah. little bit of controversy out of the way.
0: <laughs> music, music definitely is something uh, else that can give people uh, quite a bit of an escape from reality as well. Oh, you absolutely, can sort of absolutely. sit down, close your eyes, put your headphones on, and just lose yourself in the moment. Really, and lose it's it. it's just, <laughs> and it's so many. Like people can lose their self in any music. It's whatever hits their palate.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a very subjective topic, I guess. Um, Yes. I guess if you want to mention something else as well, I think people who know me know that I quite enjoy to uh, read a a great piece of literature um, and can do so quite quickly. Um, I think in this quarantine period, I've bought nearly three, four books a week, and that's not an exaggeration. My bookshelf is, I've got books on the floor because they don't fit on my bookshelf anymore. Um, I've got books on my bedside table because they don't fit on my bookshelf anymore. I, I reckon I've read more in the last three months than I have in the last two years, which isn't saying much because I read a fair bit. But um, yeah, I've, I've read quite a lot. And I think eating is, is so important, especially to younger young adults and, and people in their teens even in like full you know adults and people who are quite older uh, it's such an escape it's a different kind of escape i guess it's it's an escape entirely of your own whereas gaming is or if you're gaming online it's you know you're escaping to your mates to have fun with your mates and enjoy that whereas when you're reading yeah. you're just in your own it kind of creates you that kind of you make your own bubble. bubble yeah yeah absolutely and I sometimes i you sit in your room all closed, no sound on, and just read. I mean, not everyone does that, I'm aware, but I found myself doing it more and more during this isolation period, and to be honest, I've been loving it. uh, my bank account hasn't because, <laughs> uh, and uh my floor isn't appreciated being covered in books i'm I'm sure I, I think um like quarantine as a whole is 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 a great way. To kind of get things done that you wouldn't normally get done, and I guess speaking of quarantine that's a nice little segue there um, quarantine life <sighs> yep okay. what have you been up to in your quarantine life?
0: Well, as you uh recently uh, put out there, I like just moved uh, not halfway across the country all the way across the country uh to western Australia from. New South Wales, um, now living in Perth. So there was a, a good two weeks of just sitting in a room and staring at a wall, uh, which wasn't fun at all. But yeah, my my quarantine experience, um, I've pretty much just like I've just moved into a new apartment. So I've been like doing all the housework or my girlfriend goes and wins the bread.
1: I got that cool job that you work at. Yep yep uh
0: and so pretty much i've just been uh doing housework i've done a few uh online courses uh to you know spice up that resume a little bit but yeah other than that absolutely i can't can't say i've been up to much other than uh gaming and streaming a lot of netflix what about yourself mate
1: oh just quickly i think Netflix. they said something in Europe about lowering the quality of the videos because they can't yes. handle Netflix, the amount of youtube amount of people, everyone. yeah, I think, yeah, they can I think they said there's something like uh, they've got a eighty percent rise in viewership compared to like normal, which is insane when you think about it, it's a huge amount, um, <laughs> yeah,, that's little, I guess everyone's kinda of doing the same, Netflix is a uh, huge.
0: Well, you know what Australia did to combat uh, that issue? They just released more bandwidth uh, availability for the NBN. (laughs) And my question was, why isn't that the case in the first place? Where's that
1: bandwidth? For those of you you who are not aware, Australia has like the 60th, some around that number, best internet in the world. We are behind countries such as Third world
0: countries with better internet than us. (laughs)
1: They are actually third world countries with better internet than Australia. Uh, Kazakhstan has better internet than <laughs> Australia. And I didn't we even know Ash. Kazakhstan had internet. Um, if we have any Kazakhstan <laughs> viewers out there. Kazakhstanis. Oh, we love you, Kazakhs. <laughs> yeah, but
2: cause no one... <laughs> um,
1: See, we yeah, will no, never
0: absolutely. get this uh,
1: internet. Uh, it's a nice little Borat reference for anyone listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, look, like I like I touched on reading a fair bit, um, a lot of Netflix, late nights, sleep, a game. Joking? Um we'll get into that. That's actually a topic <laughs> that I didn't tell you about yes. that I've got here. Um a little I, I actually quite enjoyed at the beginning of quarantine, I've kind of slipped off a little bit, but I've been uh learning another language. I've used this time to kind of and learn, learn a different language, which I've been, I was doing every day for, for a while, and I think that was like really cool too. And I still remember, obviously, it's been since so I remember it. Um, yeah, there's, I, there's so many stories of people out there who are, are learning sign language or different languages, or they're actually using, like yourself, to do these online courses. They're using this time to kind of better themselves. And I thought that was that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: I. I went through a stage where I tried to learn my other language, Duolingo, but uh, it's yeah. just, for me, not sustainable every single day doing it.
1: And it then I just got annoyed months. with the
0: notifications.
1: <laughs> yeah, Duolingo threatening your family.
0: Yeah.
2: Ooh. 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 Little out there.
1: Yeah, a bit of a dropout. Sorry about that. That's uh, <laughs> fine. Yeah, a um, bit of technical difficulties. Um, yeah, it's it's quite interesting to see what people are getting up to in this quarantine. And I guess a really cool thing is as well, as we're kind of slowly emerging from this like shell, if you will, metaphorically speaking, of quarantine, and we're kind of going resuming everyday life a little bit. It's, well, in Australia, at least, you know, I know the countries are still not there yet. Um, it's insane to see how much has changed in the outside world if you will in quotation marks i mean like you take italy for an example in in venice um you know you see the canals are all like starting to clear up and i think there were reports of like somebody saw dolphins at the at, um, in the canals and things which hadn't been seen in yeah. time but i think like things like that are really cool and i know like australia had these huge devastating fires um at the end of last year and the beginning of this year and a lot of that is already green and lush and... and um...
0: Yeah, that is, that is something that uh, a lot of people uh, aren't aware of who, like, um, was part of the whole uh, raising money for the bushfires, which everyone over here was extremely thankful for. So thank you if you're listening and you did donate to the uh, Bushfire Appeal. Um, but... Honestly, these bushfires, uh, they're mostly made up of eucalyptus trees and the eucalyptus trees drop gum nuts which uh, grow into more eucalyptus trees uh, but they need to be activated by fire. So a fire every once in a while isn't a bad thing but generally not to the scale
1: that we had. There was yeah. over
0: a billion I mean, animals mean, I live in. I live the, in the
1: earth. I live in... Uh... A metropolitan area and I was getting ash and burnt leaves landing on my driveway and my front doorstep so it kind of gives you an indicator of how close and how big these fires were um but it's really nice to see after all this time and especially a lot of people have been inside so there's been less pollution less people out there you know harming the environment I mean and just seeing the change in the environment in such a short amount of time um so that, that was really cool to see all that sort of stuff. Um, I think, like we we can learn from that, and hopefully people do learn from that. But you never yep. know, you know. It's it's returning to everyday life slowly. Um, well, I had another topic here. Um, just on the quarantine section. Oh, yeah. So, as as people are aware, countries and and flights across the world are, are closed. I know some places are starting to open. Um, in Australia itself, um, interstate travel is just starting back up. My big question is: When international travel starts back up, what are your travel plans? Uh, like, are there places you want to go, and like places that you've been already? Would you go back to? Because I know, like myself, um, there, are, there's so many things I want to do when this opens back up.
0: Yeah, well, look, number one, number one on the list is definitely probably to go back to Europe. Um, I've still I love a bit, uh, Europe, a bit of Europe. Bit of Europe. Saw saw so much uh, in my travels. Uh, when I was last there, and I'm just eager to sort of get back and uh, find, you know, some more stuff. Um, Europe is something that, like we can agree on, very big on history. So much oh, absolutely. rich history absolutely. in Europe. I mean,
1: the whole reason I, I went to Europe in the first place is is was for the history. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, like, again, as I said, a history buff, someone who's, who studies history, um, I appreciate going, I guess, to the source of where a lot of history has happened and, and seeing yeah. it firsthand. And you're right, it is such a refreshing change, especially considering Australia is, in terms of, like, the rest of the world, such a new country Um, and our history, yeah. I guess. As as Australia, obviously, the Indigenous culture and history goes back thousands of years. But I guess um, if you're looking at you know, the country Australia as the Commonwealth a of
0: Australia.
1: Yeah, it's still such a relatively new new history, so it's 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 quite a nice change. seen that, I mean, I know we've also discussed doing like a uh, bus about around Europe. Yep, uh, for a couple of months and just kind of doing what we want to do with no. My, my I guess my favorite kind of travel is no set plans. Yeah, just you know, I, I want to doing just, it on a whim. Yeah, wake up like like when I was in Hamburg and I woke up one morning and said, Alright, I'm going down to Berlin, caught a bus down to Berlin, found a random place to stay and then ended up in Denmark from there. So from <laughs> um, it, it's yeah, I guess having that ease of travelling is, is my style of travel. Um Japan. Yep, definitely Japan. One me, Japan number one on the list for me as well. Um I think again, kind of winging it, although in Japan it would be a little bit more more difficult. Um, yeah. My question would be, do you, when international travel opens up,
2: would you go to China? Um,
1: yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. I think everyone's fear of of, you know, this pandemic, I think will stop a lot of people from travelling to Asia, specifically. I yeah. think countries like Japan and South Korea and China will be will have a lot less cheap tourists. destinations. Um, very cheap. I think China will be desperate to get that tourism industry up and running when they can. Um, and it will take a long time. I think yeah. if you're smart and you have some common sense and you do a bit of research and look at some areas that are like you know good to stay in, I think it's very easy to travel know. Uh, I think it's the same thing when you go to Europe. If you're doing it on a whim, you know, if you have a bit of common sense and a bit of research beforehand, I think you'll have an absolutely fine time. And, um, yeah, I think I know a lot of people's plans were cancelled because of this virus. I know uh, I had plans to work overseas. You had some plans to travel. Yep. Um, what do you think of them opening up the international flights to New Zealand only?
0: Yeah, uh, I would absolutely jump on. Uh, New Zealand's a place I've wanted to be, like go to, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. and I've never really, you know, followed through on doing so. But if obviously the options there, uh, and as you said, we've been unable to uh, travel, like we've had plans and not been able to fulfill them. So, like, why wouldn't why wouldn't I jump at the chance
1: to do it? Do you agree? Do you agree to o- that the border should open? And some interstate travel is still not allowed? Like yourself, you're in WA now. The borders are still closed. Nobody can travel in and out. Um, Melbourne are closing their borders. Queensland borders. People can't come in. Um, do you think that they should allow this New-, uh, New Zealand travel or do you think that they need to focus on their domestic borders first? Look, at the moment as it stands, I don't think it will be a uh
0: it won't be arranged until Australia is as secure from COVID as New Zealand is. So I feel like thanks to Victoria they've set Australia back a good month or so, maybe even two months. Thanks thanks to these protests, you mean? Yeah, but Victoria was the like biggest cause of. Yeah. Um yeah they've pretty much like they've had an unmitigated success in firing COVID back into the households of Australia.
1: Yeah, so for anyone that lives in Victoria, fuck you. Thanks for ruining all our plans. Yeah, Melbourne
0: really is the greatest city in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been um, – I think, I think we're closing in on an hour there. Um, what's, what's the time there? Uh, I think we've got about uh eight minutes left uh eight minutes to shoot the shit eh yeah <laughs> um yeah, I guess thanks everyone for uh, uh owning us on our first podcast, our first Jeff and Gem podcast it's been an interesting one. It's been a bit we know there won't be
0: bit... <laughs> there won't be many of you, but it's uh definitely good to have you have you on board if you do uh, come give us a listen.
1: Um, uh, we also know that demand will be quite high for, uh, for a second one. So uh, <laughs> we're still working out a schedule for these uh, releases.
0: What we'll do is uh, we'll work out some uh, social media platforms for the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and if you want to give us a follow, have a go. Uh, if not, that's fine. Um but yeah, we're just just two blokes having a having a laugh and talking absolute dross.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we can uh, squeeze in a couple of guests here and there, um, in the upcoming podcast. So if you if you enjoyed this or if you thought that maybe it it was shit, but it has a bit of potential to get better, then go ahead and give us a like on Jiff and Gems Hour of Power podcast I- uh, on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have a Facebook. Um, we'll probably be uploading to Spotify and uh the podcast app on iPhone. So yep.
1: two yep. platforms for you Android Nuffies. Only one. Uh, yeah, look, if you've got an Android just we don't really need you to listen to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: well it's uh it's been good having you, Mr Mr. Jem.
1: Yeah, likewise, likewise, Mr. Jem. Um, <laughs> look, it's <laughs> it's been a while and and scuffed ride. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening in, guys, and thank you, my uh, my co-host Jif. Uh, thank you we'll, all. Uh, we'll uh, see you next time.
2: Uh, bing bong, yeah, bing uh, bong. bong, bong bong bing, bing, bing bong.